Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with an update on what usually is one of the biggest events in the Villages, and that's the Villages Golf Festival. COVID has changed many things about our lives, and one is that big festivals are frowned upon, even outdoors. But golf is important to our residents, and it's also important to try to keep the economy going as much as possible. So the villages came up with a compromise for everyone's safety, and that is to spread the golf festival out on several different dates and locations, so everyone isn't clustered together in one spot. The Village's Golf and Tennis Department will host the first event this week on Tuesday and Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at all the country clubs and practice ranges in the Villages, except Hacienda Hills because it doesn't have a golf shop right now. Vendors and manufacturers will be spread out, and the Golf and Tennis Department is planning on offering a special event passport for those who visit the various vendors to receive special discounts and other rewards. You don't need a ticket, but all the club fittings and vendor demos for festival days are by appointment only. So you have to visit GolfTheVillages.com or call 352-259-2080 to register. Jill, I attended my first golf festival last year when it was held in February, and my son participated with the Villages Junior Golf Academy, and it was a great experience. But the event usually brings in about 7,000 people, so obviously it had to be reimagined and scaled down for the current situation. For those golfers out there who want to check out all the latest technology and equipment, this is an event worth going to. In fact, TaylorMade has arranged an additional fitting day today, Monday, to offer residents the first chance to test its new line of Sim 2 drivers, woods, and hybrids that are being rolled out nationally today. So again, that number is 352-259-2080 if you want to see if there are any club fitting appointments left for this edition of the Golf Festival. If not, you can still check out the latest apparel at any of the golf shops or make an appointment for one of the other two events that will be held in February and March. Holly, over in the world of high school sports, it's winter sports season, and the girls and boys basketball teams have a couple of games each week, along with the wrestling team, soccer teams, and weightlifters. You can check out your Daily Sun Sports section to find out when these teams will be playing and for full coverage of their games and matches. Some of them are welcoming spectators as long as you wear a mask and social distance. And Jilla, for our residents who like to play sports and not just watch them, the Recreation and Parks Department is offering Winter Social Leagues, and registration is going on right now through January 27th. This is for residents who want some fun and friendly competition while meeting new people who enjoy playing the same sports you do, like pickleball, bocce, shuffleboard, and corn toss. The league will have an organizational week February 1st through the 7th, and then begin February 8th, running for seven weeks until March 28th. You can visit the districtgov.org website and go to the recreation page to find the complete schedule of times and days for the sports of your choice, along with a registration form. Holly Outdoor Recreation has become more and more popular during the pandemic, and that includes visiting state and national parks. This year, the National Park Service will have six free admission days, with the first being today in observance of Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. The next free admission day is April 17th in observance of National Park Week. So if you want to visit a national park without paying the entrance fee, you can visit nps.gov to find out what the other dates are so you can plan your next trip. 
And Jill, with the rise in popularity of outdoor activities, gardening is also quite popular right now. And meetings of the Landscape Garden Club have been more crowded than usual for the last few months. That's partially because they always have a plant exchange, where those who attend bring cuttings from their plants and trade with others or just give them away. That group is meeting today, that's Monday, January 18th, from 2.30 to 3.50 p.m. in the Madison Room at Laurel Manor Recreation Center. The speaker will be Ann Lambrecht, former Marion County Master Gardener, with a Gardening 101 presentation. So if you have plants to share or want to get some new ones, stop by with your mask on, of course. Holly, another Villages Club is having an event this week, and it's another one that has been modified for the new normal we're living in. The Quilting Guild of the Villages had to make the difficult decision to cancel its biannual Showcase of Quilts event that normally brings in dozens of vendors, hundreds of quilts, and more than a thousand visitors. But they are still giving away a quilt for charity to bring in a donation for the charities they support. The Guild is having a 50-50 chance drawing for a quilt made by the Fenny Socialites titled Postcards from the Villages, We Celebrate Living the Life. They have been selling tickets for a year but want to raise as much money as possible so you can still get tickets for $1 each or $5 for six tickets. As with any chance drawing, the more tickets you have, the more likely you are to receive that quilt, which measures about seven and a half feet square. The drawing happens at 3.30 p.m. Saturday at Rohan Recreation Center, and the winner will be contacted once he or she is selected. You can get your tickets by calling Yvonne Wecker at 904-654-0687. Again, that's Yvonne at 904-654-0687. All the proceeds will be split between the Florida Sheriff's Youth Ranches, Haven of Lake and Sumter Counties, and the Quilting Guild's Scholarship Fund. And Jill, another charity group, is trying to not only continue its mission, but expand its reach even further. We've talked about the Sozo Kids Club of the Villages before, but for those who don't know, they support the mission of the Sozo Kids Program of the HELP Agency, which is a nonprofit that is trying to help children living in poverty in the Ocala National Forest. People who have recently moved here may not realize that the Ocala National Forest is not far from us, and it is unusual in that there are residential areas mixed into the government-owned land. Some of the neighborhoods and homes are very nice and expensive, but others are very poor and in terrible condition. There are people living in mobile homes that are falling apart with no power or no heat, and they barely make ends meet or have enough food to survive. The Villages Club does a lot for the agency, including school supply drives, volunteering at mentoring centers, and so much more. But the goal isn't just to help these kids right now, but to help them break the cycle of poverty so they can have better lives. So they want to take it a step further by forming a scholarship program to help the older children attend college or trade school. This group is going to meet today to discuss this and all their other missions. So if you have a heart for children and you're looking for a way to give back to your new community, stop by the meeting at 2 p.m. at Rohan Recreation Center or learn more by visiting sozokids.org. That's S-O-Z-O-K-I-D-S dot org. There are many ways you can help. Holly, some of our villages groups are gearing up to try providing some entertainment in a safe way during this pandemic. First up is the Ballroom Blast group, which will host a dance from 6 to 8.50 p.m. Wednesday at Eisenhower Recreation Center. Admission is $7 per person at the door, and COVID-19 safety guidelines will be in place. Then we have the Everglades Players of Southern Oaks performing the Pirate's Map, 
Arr, on Tuesday at Everglades Recreation Center. They describe it as a rollicking comedic romp featuring pirates and ladies set in an 18th century bordello on the Florida coast, so that sounds pretty fun. The performances will last only an hour, and they will stage the show four times at three. 4.30, 6, and 7.30 p.m. So plenty of people can watch in the socially distanced audience. Tickets are $10 at the door, or you can pick them up early from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. if you are worried you might miss out. Jill, the professional actors at the studio theater Tierra Del Sol are also gearing up to offer both online and in-person shows this month. They brought back the snack-sized play series last week, and it continues this Friday with The Negotiator by Ashley Ann Gardner. This around 10-minute play will be available to stream for free starting at 1 p.m. Friday on Facebook, YouTube, and at thesharonstudio.com. It's about a couple who uses the art of negotiation to persuade their drunk friend to go home. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life And the studio is also putting the finishing touches On the first show in season five Which is 9 to 5 the musical It's based on the movie of the same name With music and lyrics by Dolly Parton herself That show will open for previews January 26th and run through March 6th at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. Tickets are available now at thevillagesentertainment.com. Jill, we have a few random events coming up this week. The Art in the Park Festival is happening this weekend at Log Cabin Park in Lady Lake from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday. Admission is free, and you'll find plenty of arts and crafts vendors, along with live music, food vendors, a student art show, and door prizes. This is an event I always try to make it to since it's in my neighborhood, and it's a smaller scale than a village's art show, but it's always a nice atmosphere. So let's hope the weather is good for that one. And Holly, the Friends of the Village's library will have another one of their warehouse clearance sales from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. next Monday and Tuesday, but we wanted to let everyone know about it this week. It's going to be held at the Pinellas branch of the Village's public library, and that's at 7375 Powell Road in Wildwood. This is a great sale for book lovers because they get rid of all their excess inventory for practically nothing. On January 25th, you can get hardcover books for $1 and paperbacks for just 50 cents. Then on January 26th, you can get a whole bag of books for $3 or a box full for just $4. And if you want to join this group of book lovers in their charity efforts, you can find out how to do that at this cell as well. And Holly, one more newsworthy event we want to tell our listeners about before we go is the opening of a new restaurant in Brownwood. Fiesta Grande Mexican Grill opened in its second location Wednesday, and the hungry crowd showed up almost immediately to check it out. The local restaurant opened its first location in Colony Plaza about 10 years ago, and the owners loved the villages so much they decided to expand. Both restaurants offer authentic Mexican cuisine and Tex-Mex style foods, and the new location has an outdoor bar as well. So stop by and check that one out next time you are in the Brownwood area. Well, Jill, it's time for this week's interesting story, and it also involves a local business that residents are familiar with, but in a way that may be surprising. 
Pastor Mark Ingmeyer moved to the villages in 2019 to take a job at a church in Wildwood. But he decided he wanted to start his own church last year, and he and his wife ended up starting Village Christian Church with a small group meeting at his home in the village of Piedmont. But they quickly realized that location wasn't going to work, so they tried Hibiscus Recreation Center, first outside, then inside. But they wanted a more long-term solution, and through word of mouth, they ended up in contact with the owners of Mystic Ice Cream in Fruitland Park. Many of our residents have visited this ice cream shop on County Road 466A with its psychedelic decor and ice cream flavors infused with liquor. One thing led to another, and Village Christian Church held its first service at Mystic Ice Cream on January 3rd. About 20 people showed up in person, while another 30 or so participated via Zoom. They have settled into their new location quite comfortably and conduct services every Sunday with singing and fellowship. They plan to have their official grand opening celebration this Sunday. And if you stick around long enough after the service, you can buy some ice cream afterward. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com slash podcasts, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.